when I got here, our friend had a bikini strap tank top on. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Side boob, under boob, the whole thing. <laughs> Brad loves, yeah, Brad's. So we made him do a costume Brad loves change. showing off the skin and shit. We should talk about the first time we met when I had a backpack on at wow. Komodo. He was not happy with me there. So <laughs> Yeah, I think you're going to have to earn uh, your friendship back with yeah, Dave it's okay. at the I'm end of this podcast, it. you know? So I have a big thing against backpacks. Really? It's, it's kind of my thing. I, I trip on them in the DJ booth that lives, so I make sure that, of course, no DJ is allowed to bring a backpack inside the DJ booth. And I always love how the tour manager looks at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I tri- I just hate the backpack. It's like, is, it, is it like a... Like a- but then to see you walk through Komodo with like the beach backpack, what which do you, is not even like a normal backpack. What do you bring backpack. in the backpack? Like, what do you need a backpack for? It was, a, it was a traveling. I didn't have time to leave it at a hotel. That's what it was. I, I don't buy that. I, I think swear. it's a little weird. I didn't want to bring it. It was like you just got off the beach, though. It was like the one that's ropes, you know, the ropes <laughs> with the little satchela. So it wasn't like a full-on backpack. It was like a beach backpack. Are back, make backpacks throw- a lot of the establishment? No, no, we're, we're anti-backpacks. So why was he allowed to fucking walk in with? A I backpack? don't know. He's he's a big guy. They are probably afraid. They let me in. But when They're I really saw nice. it, I freaked out, as you know. Well, yo, today, guys, uh, we're at Winker's Diner. Right, this is a new yep. spot. New when spot. Did, when did this open up? We opened like six weeks ago. We have Winker's here and Sushi Flight Chicken next door, and then a bakery called Tooth Fairy on the side of the building. It's in an old Firestone. Firestone Amazing. Amazing, by the way. I just crushed the Cobb salad. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, we ordered yeah. some food. So, how many, you guys, how, many, how many spots you got in Miami? A lot. Yeah, we were just asking about this, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to tell the audience, too. For you guys that don't know, this is Dave um, doing all this Happy Dad stuff. We get to meet a lot of, you know, a lot of people in the business side of things. And Dave's one of the people that we've met and stuff. And it's been really cool to work with him. Um, we launched you're Happy basically, Dad. When I, when I heard about you and Johnny and Sam, they said you're the guy that, like, runs Miami pretty Yeah, he's the king of is Miami. That, like, is that right? how people kind of describe you and stuff? I mean, I don't like to be so domesticated like that and just in an area. But listen, Miami's a great city. I've definitely uh, tried to make my mark on this. And I really believe in the city, right? Yeah. I push not just my places, but Miami. But Dave owns like a ton of restaurants, all the dopest spots in Miami. What, Live? Live, Story, Komodo, Komodo Swan, Poppy Steak, oh my Winker, God. Sushi Flight Chicken, um, Planta, OTL. Um, what I don't know, some other things. Basically the hottest spots oh, in Miami. Strawberry Moon and the Good Time Hotel that I just opened with Pharrell, which is on fire. Which uh, one which one's most profitable? Most profitable restaurant I have per square foot is Poppy Steak by far. But the most profitable overall is Komodo. Oh, and li- I'm sorry, Live is Live is Live. Live is I always mean, going. Live they'll do VH1 specials about me in twenty years because of Live. It's an I'm, amazing I'm, space. I'm really curious. How did you get started so, on all this? So it's a great story, it's- guys. I went to University of Florida. I graduated with my finance degree. I'm from Naples, Florida, a very small retirement community on the other side of Naples. I mean, on the other side of Florida. I was going to go back there and do title insurance, but I said, let me bartend for a year. And the only place I could get a job bartending was at a restaurant in the Aventura Mall. So I'm, I'm a guy that started off in, in bartending in a mall. And from there, I got passionate about the hospitality business and, and took How it How long did there. you do that for? I bartended for probably two years. And then I, uh, here's the best part. And like, how how old were you like at that point? 21 years old. Wait, wait, it gets better. I was making a hundred grand a year as as a bartender, but they said, I wanted to become a manager because I wanted to be a leader. And they said, well, that pays $33,000 a year. And I said, great. So I invested in myself. So guys. Wait, so you took that pay cut because you wanted to learn. Of course, because I wanted to go up that step. Listen, there's only a, there's a longevity for, for certain jobs. And if you kind of believe in yourself, it's okay to take that step back and, and learn. 
So then what? You're bartending? How long do you do that for? Yeah. I do that for two years and I become a manager and then a general manager. Then I get into the marketing and the nightclub business and then I start running clubs. And then that's a quick jump though. Like yeah, how nah, did you how did you do that? It's a long time guys. It's not an overnight success. Everyone's like, "Wow, you just opened this restaurant. It killed it." I mean, Komodo took us 2 years to design and build. It took me 3 years to pay back my investors. So that's 5 like, how years. Do you, how do you get to that point? Like when did yeah. you say I want to own a restaurant or like how did you know So I was owning nightclubs and I figured for me I wanted to create an ecosystem within the hospitality business because I want to be that touching point for everyone that comes to Miami. So, but, so how, but how did you get the initial investment? How like, did you convince the first, someone to so I, the first shook people, I started, I, I went to, to people that I knew that would kind of invest in me and not so much the restaurant. Cause listen, I had never done a restaurant before. I went to find Komodos in a kind of a weird office building on Brickle. At that time, no one was really going to Brickle, but the condo crash had just happened. I knew a lot of my clients were renting apartments now. Young professionals were moving to that area. I figured what a great spot to be in. And for me, I always want to set the trend instead of following it. So you just like, did you just buy the space? So I, we leased the space. Leased the space. Raised the money, $10 million. Opened Komodo and it's, you know, not how, the wood, it's the hottest restaurant. How did you raise $10 million? Like, how did you get people to believe in you? I don't understand that. So Because like, I, I kind of have that people w want He's believe in me, He's yeah. Swag, no, He's I'm not fucking... saying he doesn't. I'm just trying to like for the people listening. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's such guys. A big listen, step. you have to find that. You have to find those people that believe in you. They didn't. They didn't buy into the restaurant. They bought into me. Yeah. And I think they th thought I'd figure it out. Yeah, because you because of what I've seen, like just some stuff on your social media, like you seem like a a, a very like well versed people person. Right. More so than anything, and I've noticed that uh, most business owners aren't the people who are like on the front lines, being like, oh, you know out there taking photos and doing that. And you've, you've done this. I know at least my experience with you at live. Um, what made you think that I'll just talk about currently, what made you think that social media had like a space for you? Cause obviously you're successful regardless without it, your business is still will be. What made you think social media was important for you? Social media is probably the biggest marketing tool we have. I, I mean, listen, back in the day when we, you know, we focused so much on PR people, magazine, us weekly, all the big magazines, right? If you look at their viewership, it doesn't even come close to like yeah. one post from you guys yeah. or one, you know, or one story from us. So to know that those are the numbers that I had to deal with, social media gets me that reach right away. And for me, my social media is very authentic. I, it's me. It's not like I have somebody in the office that goes, let me do your social media for you. It's me, which yeah. means I embrace my faults. And, and I think that's what's endearing to people is because I'm, I don't hide, like I was a chubby kid that kind of lost weight and now I play Fennis and, and I integrate everything together. Yeah. So with Komodo, you'd like, you designed it, like you created, came up with all the creative. So we worked like with a, we work with a design firm, I crave and they, and we work with a bunch of design firms for each restaurant. And it's part of the creative process is they always start at one spot where they give you one idea and one vision and you look and you go, are you fucking crazy? And then what you end up is what you have today, right? In every spot. Like if you look at Poppy Steak, when we went first to design that restaurant, um, they would show us subway tiles and cow heads and bull heads and a bunch of like old school steakhouse. And you see Poppy Steak today, it's a cutting edge steakhouse. It's yeah. completely different than that. So it's part of the process, and that's the process I love more than anything. Sorry, I was, trying to get the mic. I was trying to get close to you. I just, I just know how this works. You're gonna be like, "Make me close to the mic." Is it too close? Is it too far? No, you're, you're perfect. You right at least a lot better good. than Mike Tyson, who's fucking reclined back and back. Yeah, was fucking like, he's talking to the mic. Yeah. Mike Tyson was probably smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, yeah, we got pretty high for that. Episode. Yeah, pretty high. I'm sure. I know you don't want to talk about COVID. Obviously, you said that already, but I have to bring it up. When COVID happened back in the day, right? 
your industry got rocked more than anything, right? Our industry got rocked, but like anything else, uh, you had to adapt. But there was no adapting, though, because it was just everything was shut down, right? It was in, for in a few the, in the months, but months. we're in Florida, so we opened. You pretty and, much said not fuck it, but like you kept, you kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Listen, know? there's a lot of bobbing and weaving. Uh, and But we listen, we wanted everyone to be safe, so a lot of our stuff would go on outdoors. Um, and we, of course, followed all the guidelines-ish to to do it but you know we, we're in a state where our governor wants us to be open and wants us to thrive uh good or bad you know and then and then we pushed vaccinations like crazy very politically safe answer you're yeah giving, very, safe, very, very, very safe very safe answer <laughs> you're giving dave uh, knows what he's doing man obviously <laughs> man. no but guys vaccinations for us was such a big initiative right we made our staff do it we made our, our teams do it we we had vaccination trucks in front of lift so if you got a vaccination we gave you a drink ticket for later on or whatever it is. It's important for our industry for people to get vaccinated. So you're pro-vax. I mean, am I, let me just say it again. Super pro-vax. Yeah. I think the whole world is now, right? I got it the other day. I had to finally get it. My mom gave me shit. She said. Wait, you haven't been vaxxed? Did you get COVID? I recently, I mean, I had to have had COVID. I was pretty all over the place during it. So I had it once. And my mother finally made me get it, so I had to I had to get the vaccination. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel great about it though. I felt like times, I felt like a little bit invaded. How many times do you guys get shut down by the cops? A few times, not at like not shut down. I like Swan and stuff. Right? Say hey, Swan. You know, there's a midnight curfew. It's now twelve ten, twelve fifteen. Can we please shut it down? Uh, that's the only thing we we I guess you know just not look at the time, but yeah. Yeah, you just forgot to look at the time. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird you don't look at the time. I'm I'm still really curious about what what got you wanting and what got you started in this. Like, what was your childhood like? Is there some reason why? Yeah, you so think let's you talk have, about my childhood. Yeah, why you have the success? Okay, so you never after, wore a, you never wore a backpack to school, obviously. Clearly, no, backpacks were. It was like I would tie I would tie a belt around my books and just carry it like Solid. like like little like rascals. That. Yeah. So, uh, I'm an only child from a divorced parents. That was I was six years old when my parents got divorced. I grew up with growing pains and Charles in charge and, you know, Silver Spoon and, and good times. And I think the reason why I'm so successful, I have so much drive is because I probably felt insignificant growing up. And a lot of therapy has so, gotten me that So point. you came from money. No. I no? came from middle class family. Okay. No one gave me money. I had to raise everything on my own. My family didn't say, here's a couple million dollars, go open a nightclub. Okay. I started off as a bartender. I was a server. I was okay. a host. I was a busser. I was a bar back. I was a bartender. So I learned all the positions myself, which actually gives me the ability so no one could say to me, well, I'm going to walk out and I have to bow down to them because here's the thing. I'll do the job myself. Yeah. And they, they all know that. And that's important. How did you make the first restaurant was Komodo, right? How did you get that like pop and get were so, celebrities just showing up right away? So here's the thing, when, I first, when I first opened, I thought, wow, here's the big owner of Liv. It's going to be fucking slammed, right? Packed. Man, 100 people would show up a night. And you've been to Komodo. We do 1,400 people on a night. So we had to push super hard. No one saw that area as, a, as an area for people to go to. You're talking about Brickle. Brickle, yeah. Because it's so popping now. Now it's popping, yeah, right? Right. But then it was not popping. Um, we got some food here, guys. Should we just put it down? What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Sure. Some finger food? Yeah. Oh, matzo sticks? Bring it in. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. You didn't preset the table. Okay. Is this the Winker's special here? Yeah. These... Whoa, what is that? Hush puppies. Mozzarella sticks. Damn. Y'all you know, might throw that over here. There. <laughs> I want that one. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, we'll trade. Oh, yeah. Matzo sticks. But yeah, Dave, when you opened up the first spot, like, did you already have like all the... Thank you. 
the celebrity connects or like so i had a lot yeah. of celebrity connections and and of course a lot of djs and stuff like that this is hospitality it's fine winker's diner wow huh this is a real shit right here guys we'll take turns so i forced everyone i know not just celebrities but great people in town and to come to komodo come to komodo and it kind of changed the whole narrative, man. To be honest with you, I, I would make DJs eat there before they would play. I would do whatever it took. And then we opened a lounge in a storage space upstairs, which is Komodo Lounge. And now I think it's one of the most successful restaurants in Miami. Is it? 100%. Komodo's my favorite spot. Are you primarily just in Miami, your, your bars, restaurants, and all that? So I'm opening up in Dallas, Houston, Las Vegas, Doha. And we look at deals nonstop. Right. It, is is everything that you is it it's obviously not all you like is are there people helping you with like other aspects of the business like so i have uh, an amazing team i have yeah. a great team it's all under you know crude hospitality but i'm lucky enough to have amazing people around me did you ever have like hard times finding that or like difficult it's always hard times because everyone's good until they're not yeah but and you, you always have to get people to buy into what you believe and listen man during COVID, a lot of these kind of people that you thought were one way you know, you saw people changed a little bit during COVID. It's a pandemic kind of scared some people. This is the hospitality business. Who knew if the hospitality business was going to come back? And also it took people a great second to take a look at their lives and see, is this really what I should be doing with my life? Now that I'm sitting home for for weeks and months, sometimes by yourself. Mm-hmm. I want the fun stuff though. What's what's the most anybody's ever spent on one tab at a uh, one of your restaurants? So we've had guys spend two to five hundred thousand before. We've had, Fuck. we also Steve seen will do it. everyone <laughs> from we've seen everyone from Gaddafi's kids to arms dealers to the biggest. You've never had a seven figure uh, bottle service tab? A million dollar? No, never a million. No, never. What's the most? Five hundred or two? Five hundred. Joe Lowe and you know. All right, Mark so a half Cuban million dollars. If you're spending a half million bucks. The girl, whoever's doing the bottle service or whatnot, they're getting what tipped out what on that. So we're a pulled Damn. house. The whole the whole place is getting tipped out on, but they do get to keep their over tips. But do they all share? They all share, and that creates teamwork. Okay. Otherwise, when I first opened Live, it wasn't on the pool system, and my managers at the time were getting extra favors from people to get certain sections. So by doing a tip pool, it wiped all that away. What's your Smart. what's your uh, what's your process in hiring bottle service girls and talent? That work at your so, restaurant. Listen, you look for not just their knowledge, but their energy too, right? Is this someone that's going to adapt? And because you're in the trenches, right? And live. You guys have all been there before. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's like at those tables. These people are animals, man. Mm-hmm. You're animals. So you have to have a real patience and acceptance and still strive to get these people what they need. How, how important is like looks? So looks, you know, just like life. Can't have dust bottle girls. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's like, I mean, like, we're not, not gonna be whatever, but like, let's be honest. I just, I mean, if like, somebody, no, I'm just, yeah, is it like a scale? Do you have to be like a seven or above? I mean, your scale, my <laughs> scale, my scale. True, true. Saying, you know? I'm just yeah. saying, it's no like, a, no, I know that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I just didn't know what the process was. Like, somebody walks in and it's like, eh. There's got, it's gotta have something to, I mean, well, no shit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what do you guys look for in a bottle? I obviously look for- You want to fall in love with your bottle girl a little yeah. bit, you know? Like, you want to believe, like, yeah, you know what? Of... There's a chance that exactly. I might be able to Exactly. I think it's the one industry her. that's allowed to be a little shallow. But, like, in reality, shallow? you have no chance, right? Yeah, is that the right so way to true. say it? You think it's a shallow industry in the nightlife business? No, I feel that, like- I, I feel like you're wrong, no. man. All right, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Brubman. I'm sorry. I apologize. I mean, God this damn is crazy. It, just happened. You're walking into Winkers and respect, uh, disrespecting the <laughs> Godfather I'm never, I'm never disrespecting the Godfather. I apologize. Jesus, Bob. Let me tell you. Yeah. We write poetry. We sit around and we- 
yeah. and think about how we could change the world. Right. None of this right. is shallow. And, and we're doing, and there's nothing shallow about it. We talk about our feelings, our emotions, our I dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes what? sense now. <laughs> what am I talking? I'm not trying to get into <laughs> trouble here. I'm I just love asking. The, you know? what, what is like the, the if, so that was like the crazy, like some crazy stuff. What's the worst thing that's ever happened? I mean, someone died at the table one time, right? Oh, that fuck, was the worst. Right. Fuck. The, I ice, the ice hits the table. The bottle's not even there yet. And he died. Like how? No, no, he was. It wasn't because of anything we did. Obviously, he just had a heart um, attack or something. Uh, he had a heart attack. Exactly. Fuck. And so, how did you get that call? Was it be whisper in your ear and say, "Hey, Dave, so, so he's dead at the table." So yeah, they're like, the guy died, and I was like, okay. And uh, then you have to do crisis PR, right? Because they like to say, you know, where George Clooney and this one and this one all party at person passed away. Oh fuck it. And you know, it just happened to another friend of mine that owns a nightclub in New York last week, and we said, that, I go, listen, I've been there, so I get your pain. How do you deal with all like the underground shit with like that goes on in Miami, like owning all these businesses? Is that like something obviously you can't talk too much about it, but like the shootings and all that, like in a city like Miami, is that tough? So I think Miami's one of the safer cities now, yeah. thank God. I mean, I think the world during the, you know, a year ago was a very unsafe place around the world. But Miami is, I mean, the mayors, we have the best mayors, obviously. Francis, you know, the whole thing. And that guy's a beauty, isn't he? Mayor of Miami? He's a stud, man. Amazing. Right? He's just, he looks like the image. But he's changed Miami too, right? He got all the tech people to move down here. He's brought every founder and, and VC person to come here and, and move away from California and New York and take up residence here. He's pushed the entrepreneurial mentality big time. I think it's great what he's done for Miami. Well, so what's like a typical Friday night? So obviously Friday, Saturday night, the busiest night. What's your typical Friday? Was it you bouncing around to every venue and making sure so, shit's good? So <clears throat> first thing I do is Shabbat. Shabbat for me is like a big thing. Uh, my daughters get into it. I get into what it. Is, what is Shabbat? Shabbat's a very Jewy thing. Every Friday night, it's kind of like our day of, of rest or whatever it is from sundown to sun, sundown the next day. Okay. Of course, I'm in the, in, the, in the fun business, so I can't really take it in. But we do do the family dinner and, and with my friend Poppy. And we take that moment to really reflect and spend that family time together. And then it's, it's out and about. But are you going to, you're going to Poppy, you're going to this, and you have a driver that drives you there, and you're going, monitoring the kitchen, you're monitoring the table. Oh, there's this issues going on over there. Let me go over there and see what's going on. Or so-and-so is eating dinner over there. Go say hi. And Yeah, do you spend more time at one place than another? So what I try to do is, our newest place, I try to spend the most time at in the beginning, because right. that's someone that needs your help. And then, like anything else, they all need your attention. Do you, do you think details are very important when it comes to having a successful business? It's the entire thing. Uh, I love and it. you've had dinner with me. It's not it's not a fun experience having dinner with me because I'm looking at every table around me and I'm seeing that, oh, that plate's dirty, that drinks that glass is empty, they're not getting the service. Or I could look at it, you know, I, I could walk into a restaurant, I'm sure you guys can. As soon as you walk into a restaurant, you kind of know right away with the energy if you're gonna have a good experience or a bad experience. You could feel if the team is un, is frazzled or if everything's like on fire. Yeah. Uh but it's it's difficult. And then to eat at someone else's restaurant is the worst. Right, because I want to help. Judging, I want to yeah. fix. And I've also realized that every server that's that I that in Miami that waits on me is going to choke. They always choke with me. What when the servers are nervous? The, they're, they're, yeah, they, they're somebody nervous. chokes. They don't write. The worst is when they don't write it down. I hate when they don't write down the order. I'm like, please, can you write down the order? No, I'm the smartest guy. I know what everything is. What's like the biggest choke a server's ever done? Have they ever like walked over and just spilled the drinks or some shit? It's that, or they'll, they'll, you know, instead of, instead of pacing out the meal, they'll order fire the whole thing right away. Right. So I'll have apps, main course, dessert all at once. It's like, ah, come on, man. Right. 
What's the number one thing you've learned being in the hospitality industry? Like the best advice you can give to someone who wanted to be in it? Um, it's, it's, it's not nine to five. It's, Forever. It's 24 hours a day. Yeah. It, it, there's no shut off. It's like social media. It's yeah. the same shit, yeah. man. There's no shut off, man. People are going to be calling you in the morning, late night, this and that. The worst is when people try to have a conversation with you just to get to the point to ask you for that reservation or that table or mm -hmm. the people that come out of the woodworks during like Ultra, New Year's and Arbazo and they're like, oh, hey, just wanted to check in on you. Okay, cool. Thank you. so. Oh, by the way, I'm going to oh, be fuck. there. Yeah, it's like, come on. People will think it's like, oh, those worst. are the worst Sorry, fucking people. Oh, you'd rather them. You'd rather them just be straight up. Just ask me for the reservation. Like, or I want can I be the guest right, list. Right, that's oh that's God, it. Can I? Can you that. help? So like, I don't need all the banter leading up to that part. What do you? What do you? On, on an average uh, Friday night, what's the table minimum? If you go and get a table, at live. You, what's the minimum you spend? I mean, listen. I think the smallest amount of t money you're going to spend is about twenty five hundred. But right? is there a table minimum on a random Friday night? That's it's just like a real estate deal. I want you to kind of see it like mm -hmm. that. Certain tables are water view. Certain tables are in the forest and certain tables are next to the disposable, the next to the, the recycled garbage units. It just depends. So, and it's funny because certain nights it flip-flops. So most nights at Live, the tables right in front of the DJ are the most expensive tables. Mm -hmm. But on Live on Sunday on the hip hop night, the stage tables, the opposite side are the most expensive tables. And they have a minimum. So they say before you go in there, you book it, it's like 15,000, 20,000? It just depends. What about Super Bowl weekend? Super Bowl weekend was was a, was was a lot, and F one is coming to Miami May eighth. That's going to be oh shit, yeah, that's going to be. What, what's the biggest money maker in this industry, hospitality as a whole? The biggest, I mean, listen, you have the biggest room to make money is in nightclub, nightclub. obviously, but a great restaurant like Poppy State Komodo in the last twenty years. Listen, nightclubs <clears throat> are tough because they're hot for a couple of years and then they're gone. Live is one of those special kind of places because it's been around for 13 years, 14 years. It's still the hottest club in town. Yeah. Um, Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys got to try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dad gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. It's, it's and tough. you just know you have so many celebrity connects. Like I was yeah, with I find Dave. Out. We had a meeting at Dave's uh, like condo or whatever, and we we're just having lunch and shit, talking about some stuff. And then knock at the door, fucking David Beckham walks in. <laughs> and Victoria. And his wife, yeah. 
Yeah, so how, squat, do, how do you start developing right these in and like we we chilled with like Beckham and shit and shot the shit and met his kids and stuff. That's pretty so crazy. Like, they love your stuff, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. They're like obsessed. That's crazy. They're like wearing happy dad and full send nonstop, these kids. I'm assuming you don't just hit them up and be like, hey, come over. Like, you know, like No, how do you but listen, guys, uh it's not just about the celeb, it's about Every, if I went to a table and there was just, it was a celebrity, a bunch of people, I just talked to the celebrity, I wouldn't be talking to you, right? You, you got to know everybody that's around. That's Didn't the one thing that people I see do. They like hyper-focus on a celebrity and they just talk to the celebrity and they don't care about anybody else. It comes across as the yeah. worst, right. right? Didn't you get Beckham hooked on, was it Chick-fil-A? Oh, Chick-fil-A and Oakberry. Oakberry is <laughs> an awesome, you both what? think, but... David is obsessed with Chick-fil-A. He Chick -A loves Chick-fil-A. He Dave talked about it with us. Yeah, He's obsessed yeah. with it. He'll queue in line like this. Like, doesn't well, he just go there? No, <laughs> he just goes there, no security, and Not, just waits in line way, and shit? The, the greatest thing about David is he doesn't travel around with tons of security or anything, like, or drivers. Or, he's just a... He's a chill-ass dude. But I he's saw the, my Komodo one. He's the coolest. Do those, those guys all get comped when they go to your clubs or they get a pay out of pocket? Clubs, they don't really go to nightclubs. They go... And listen, that's a big thing. Do celebs get comped? Do you charge this one and yeah, not I'm that curious. one? What's the deal? Right. Certain people dying to pay right right and the richest people in the world don't want to pay which i mean what about my, my guy i know that i know you're very close with my guy who's tom your guy brady. Tom, tom brady is my okay. number one tom guy he's not a nightclub guy that's though. your guy that, I, that is my number that's one not your guy, guy bro. Up, he's my fucking How, okay. he's not he doesn't he doesn't know me. how many unanswered dms okay. does tom brady have from a lot. Least I had actually i had to unsend a bunch of them because it got to the point where i was like man he hasn't seen it if he does see it i've said three thousand dms how many you think like is it in the no no like probably like honestly like probably like 32 so last Sunday, last Jesus. Sunday, we go to the tunnel, right? And, you know, I'm sure you guys saw the, the scene where I, I played football with him and Dave and DB on the beach in the Bahamas, and it broke the internet. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And we were so obsessed with Tom on that trip. He left a day early. We smelled the pillow. It was unbelievable. I was like, wow, I know what Tom smells like. And then when he gave me a hug right after the, off, off the field on last Sunday, Tom didn't smell the same. It was a little bit different smell to me. It was a little weird. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's a goat. I mean, he's, he's, he's the greatest guy is he, ever. Is he cheap? Is he a good tipper? He's not a nightclub guy, so he's never been in, in my nightclub. Well, even dinner, does he give a good tip? Yeah, all these guys. I mean, that's the one thing I look for more than anything is if they take care of the team or, or right. not. Because that's a real good, you know, if you appreciate where you came from and you make sure you take care of those people. Yeah, it's different if they appreciate you, obviously, versus right. everyone else. That's yeah. a big thing. Of course they're going to appreciate me. But how do they treat the, the people around them is the main thing. Yeah. Tom's interested in the happy dad shit too, right? He won't stop hitting me up about it. He's obsessed oh, with the happy dad. That'd be crazy. That'd be nuts. I don't think we need too many That's a good celebrity firepower team. besides like our group. But, but if there's one person we want to get involved, man. it's Tom Brady. Tom, right? is, Tom sure. is the greatest to ever do it by far. Because I think with this happy dad shit, we didn't really, we didn't chase after celebrities and shit. Everyone's like, let's get this person involved. And we're like, dude, we don't really need that. But that'd be one I know. person. We, we have like, meetings, right? And we're yeah. like, hey, this person really wants allocation. This person wants that. And then he's like, yeah, that's not going to happen, Dave. I'm how like, did okay. you guys all get involved with, how did you get involved with happy dad through? So I'm not, I mean, I'm just here to help and, and Dave's launch, just, helping us. just nice. launching and whatever. Uh, but during COVID, you know, these guys moved to Boca Raton out of all places. Well, yeah, no, we came for like a little trip. And Not we a little trip. With... You were like Boca del Vista. It was you playing shuffleboard with the retirement people in Boca, telling people that you I were like living Boca. in Miami, but you were not living in Miami. We came here you for two weeks. You were living in fucking Boca we at a retirement community weeks. home. We came here for two it was weeks. He was cab. He was cabin. He, he was Listen, I like scamming. Boca. He was like, oh, yeah. I'm in Miami, killing it. No, you were not in fucking Miami, man. You were in Boca Raton. Well, we travel with like 25 people, so we can't afford that's, fucking that's fair. hotels They're in Miami. We had to get a fat Airbnb in Boca. 
12 rooms, it's driving beds. distance, 20 That's minutes, 25 sometimes. minutes. It was a monitor facility in case any of you guys had heart attacks or couldn't walk. It was crazy what was going on there. I like Boca. Boca is smoking. They have some like hot chicks. There yeah, those there. ninety-two-year-olds are sick. The way they the boobs <laughs> yeah. like slap the whole thing. Yeah, so, so you've like <laughs> you've like pretty much dominated Miami. Would, would you visit other like do the same thing in other cities? And what cities? Yeah, are you listen, about? we're gonna take the show on the road. That's for sure. So, uh, what's I your eye right I, now? I, so, listen, I think our brands are big enough to live outside of Miami. I, I I never think I could I could own a market like I own Miami in in another market. This has taken. F- 30 yeah. years to build, yeah. man. People think it's like, oh, just, no, man. It's every It's a lot day. of like personal connections yeah, and stuff, Yeah, right? there's no way. I mean, listen, I, I try to entrench myself here to try to start that again somewhere else. I, I couldn't imagine. When are you going to stop? It's a great question. Damn. Um, I love that I question. Think I, would, I think I would be so bored just sitting on my couch watching 90 Day Fiance over and over again. I love it on Sundays, but I, I don't know if I could do that. I think it gives me purpose. Yeah, but when when are you gonna stop? You gonna what do you Not, think? Huh? No, I wouldn't. I don't stop know. Either. I mean, I'm I'm Just signing twenty year leases today. So I love it. So if I'm signing twenty year leases today, that kind of tells you. Did you make a lot of money in Ethereum? <laughs> in <laughs> Ethereum Max? Yeah. Bob, no. Bob can Yo, pull questions like from no, but let's like, talk about I, that guy. I'm curious. No, I think you made the, a fuck ton of money in Ethereum no, Max. Like a fuck no, ton. zero, zero. So just to be completely honest. You know, th- we were doing a Floyd Mayweather event that that night, right? They said, will you take this coin as a coin for payment at Live, and they'll give you a great sponsorship to do it. And then we said, yeah, of course. Well, it sounds great. Plus, we saw that another club in town was taking a coin as payment, and we didn't want to be one of those guys that, that wasn't forward-thinking because of how big crypto was getting. Found yeah. out through people that, you know— Maybe it wasn't everything that we thought it was going to be. So very quickly, we we put up a thing and we we took a pause on it. Not that they're bad guys. I think they were just kind of figuring out the whole coin situation. But for us, because we have such loyal fans and and, and guests, we didn't want to take any kind of chances. So we put it out there right away. Hey, guys, until we know exactly how this payment structure is working, we, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And of course, we gave everything back. Do you, have, do you have money in crypto otherwise? like So I do. You know, Jack Dorsey told me a great thing, the guy from Twitter and Square, and said, listen, uh, Bitcoin's going to be 100000 by the end of the year. At that time, it was 38000 It's like seventy right now or something. 80. Yeah. Uh, but he thinks it's going to be a million right dollars. It's going to be a million dollars by 24. Wow. So I say to him, I go, that shit. Oh, I go, baby, I'm <laughs> on it. <laughs> I go, Jack, it's, it's 38. Let me wait till it dips down to like 35 and I'll buy some. He's like, listen, man. Do you hear what I just fucking told you? Yeah, like it's gonna be a hundred grand by the end of the year and a million by twenty-four. Times now. So if I'm telling you that, two or or a hundred dollars is is a rounding curve for you, David. So stop and buy it. So there's yeah. Well, do you have do you have investments like outside, like just real estate investments yeah, that so, you don't? So for Dave's me, got fucking so many investments. I know. I'm so fucking curious. When you go to his so, house, he's got like fucking a chocolate bar, a bag of chips, a water. They're all his? He's like, Kyle, do this app and shit. <laughs> so for me, guys, I meet with one or two founders a day because I oh, love that shit. inspiration. I love that entrepreneurial inspiration. And these kids are like 24, 23, 26 years old out of Stanford and Yale and this. And they're kind of like shaking when they meet with me. But these are the kids that are going to change the world, right? So yeah. I, I want to be a part of that process. You know, you know what Miami cool. needs that they don't have is uh, in and out Burger. So did you just see the post today? No, I just looked at the question on the board, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that was, my, that was my way That's of, like, transition. Yeah, I'm pretty good. At the, by the way, you're going to use that Ethereum clip, I guarantee it. On the, uh, I didn't even teaser. know there was a board here so, right now. I didn't even there's there's a, wow, there board. is a board. 
I mean, if if I had to just read the question, I just heard David is going to be bringing in and out here. Uh, Are you doing in and out here? No, I wish, guys. Listen, oh, I, they turned me down for a Chick Fil A. They turned me down for a Chick Fil A franchise, so I can't even imagine wait, wait. in and out. What do you mean they turned you down for Chick Fil A? So I did all the paperwork, guys. I was excited. I read the paperwork. There's no way to make money with a Chick Fil A franchise. They make all the money. It's crazy. Really? And if you do a great job, they'll let you maybe open a second one, but never more than two. And I think they were just like, sorry, I'm man. I'm going to call up Dan right There's now. There's no way to change you know, that. Do you know them? I now have, have Dan's number. Can you please, because, listen, I don't even care I about really making do. the money. I just want to have Chick-fil-A accessible at all times. That's for me. Why, why did they do that? I don't know. They didn't give me a reason. They just turned me down. Are you sticking really? strictly to the restaurant business? Or are you going to be expanding? I mean, sports gambling, So casinos? I opened my first hotel, yeah. as you know, and I'm going to open a, a resort in two years. For me, I want to be that full ecosystem for people. I want I want to, I want to be your lifestyle. Are you ever going to get into casinos? So- I haven't gotten to, of course, that's the end goal for any of us, right? right. Is a casino. Then you're like, that's a whole other level. Casino husband. one day. Hotel that would be casino. sick. Just like the Hard Rock. Sam Kiki. I think it's a bigger brand than the Hard Rock full set. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. I think for That'd our generation. Crazy. We'll still I think you, Face Clan. I think you guys, Face Clan, a bunch of these new brands are going to become the Nikes of this next generation. Yeah. You guys have a real chance for that. I think that's kind of cool. 100%. So, so, you can't do I mean, it. not this guy with the bikini straps. It's a little, oh, I don't know. come on. I Maybe mean, Brad's backpacks. That could work, right? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. sell backpacks? Yeah, backpacks? <laughs> Dave's not investing in that one, eh? Fuck, man. Yeah, I was going to talk to you never, after. Like, I'm never going to invest in a backpack company. No. It's just never going to work? No, man. Oh, man. What's up with not allowing sweatpants in a, in a, in a fucking... Yeah, we, and we, that drives and, me and, nuts. I want to walk into a fucking place. Who I says it. no sweatpants? I, I mean, any of your establishments... Anywhere in LA, It's not sure. true. We allow you to wear sweatpants. You got to be somebody. Yeah. I mean, I can't walk in and wear sweatpants. Well, they don't want the restaurant to look bummy and shit, right? <laughs> no, I know, but like- well, we have a no shorts. We have a no shorts rule. So we do we do sell live pants. That's another thing people. that drives me fucking nuts, though. It's like, it's Miami. Why the fuck can't we wear shorts? What about slides with socks? Okay, that's funny you say that. So I have flat feet, so I can never wear a slide or a flip-flop or any of that. So I'm kind of anti- like, and I have an itching the carpet toe. It looks like I'm itching the carpet all the time, but I'm not. It's just the way my toe is. I got flat feet too. I relate to that. You understand? Heavily. So how do you wear slides and I stuff? I just do it. Fuck or do you wear like the the old bass outlet ones that strap up or the Tevas that strap behind no, your ankle? I just wear the ones that slide and I just, I know my feet always have to go like that to hold on, but I don't even care. I just wear it. Yeah, it's not for me. Fuck what do you got to be though to let it in on sweatpants? I've got, I hate it. It's, my, it's all I wear and then I go so show So sweatpants up. are good. Shorts are bad. Shorts are bad. But you can wear your sweats. Right. So if you walk in, you see As long who, as you wear it cool, right? Yeah. Another so, person I see you're cool with is Kim Kardashian. She's the best. How did how did you like meet her? So I met her back in the day she was Paris's hot friend. Paris Hilton. Whoa. Yeah. What year was that? I mean, it has to be 17 years ago. Wow. So she was kind of like a nobody at the time? It, it wasn't that she was a nobody. That was still the very cool crew. The fact that she was part of that crew was a big thing. And Kim is just, you know, listen, you see people come and go. Kim's going to last forever, right? She's the first one to do glam. She's the hardest working person I know. She doesn't stop. She gets it. How Kim's come, bad as shit. She's got to yeah. be calmed everywhere. Yeah, how she come, walks in, you got to just give her everything she wants, right? It's Kim, dude. Oh, here's a great story. So Kim comes Kim's to my- Kim's fucking- Here's yeah. the best thing. Smoke, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Here's the best thing. So for my hotel opening, Kim comes and, and does the whole thing for me for the opening of the Good Time Hotel. The next day she eats at Swan. And my friend that was with her calls me and says, do you know your manager just gave her a check for the full amount? For brunch, for just a couple of eggs or whatever. Of course, the manager- got an earful, but I just couldn't believe it. But here's how cool Kim is. Kim is like, it's Dave, 
I'd love to support your restaurants. I never want you to come. Wait, what do you mean? So she got a bill for the action? They, first, she came for brunch the next day. And of course, if Kim we, came to my opening for the hotel, I would buy you brunch the next day at one of my restaurants. That goes without... She's leaving to go back to L.A., come and have brunch at my I restaurant. she can afford $120 fucking brunch. Though, right. right. By the way, she's happy to pay. Right. She's one of those that wants to support I think you. it's almost more insulting sometimes. It's probably being Kim Kardashian sometimes if you're like, you know. But okay. the manager didn't even like send a dessert. I was like, you don't even send a dessert, man? That's a little weird. That's fucked up. It's crazy. That's the worst part. Uh, Luke at Swan. It was Luke at Swan. Okay. Does he still work there? <laughs> of course he still works here. He the does. guy's amazing. Luke, and man. He's a, gr- he's a great, great manager. That was just uh, one of those situations. How often you got to fire people? Oh, so uh, listen, it happens. Sometimes you, you sometimes you have to part ways with people. What's a big boo boo that you just can't come back from, no matter how good of a person is or how good of a worker it is? What's a big boo boo? Stealing. Oh, the worst. Stealing would do that. Stealing. The worst. People have stolen what's, from what's you. What's the most someone stole? So we've caught I would people never bring, steal we caught, from Dave, bro. We that's caught. Fun. That's what I think. Right? I would think. Listen, that a you're scary. really crazy, right? Yeah. So. We've had a chef at, at Komodo one time bring his own fish in to try to scam. What the fuck? Wait, 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 hold business on. Is crazy? Wait, explain. What do you what what is the point? What is so bring fish in? One for? time we had a, a chef at Komodo bring his own fish in so he could send his friends and family sushi for free. Wow. What the fuck? It's people come up with crazy things, man. So you so you found that guy that was given the sushi for free. Well, like what what because we didn't see it ring, you know, you you track everything. Right. And we found out that he had brought his own fish in. Well, what was that conversation like? It wasn't a Did pretty you just, conversation. Just like see it on the cameras and shit, and then you're watching it. And you're like, no, no, they, Is that they, a they, fish? yeah. The guy brought his own fish in, man. But we've listen. We've seen everything you could ever imagine under the sun. Has anyone? How much has anyone tried to steal money from you before? Yeah, you know. Listen, it's not a very big cash we business find as these much. People. Oh no, no. I, I find their kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't let that shit happen. Yeah, listen. You, there's nothing that 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 feels worse than someone stealing from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hell yeah, crazy. that's yeah. the worst thing ever, man. Being taken. I'm still in the of. firing thing though. What's is you know what's, what's so firing is? I've learned over the years that you kind of just be specific with people on what they did wrong, and how it affected you. And once you lay it out like that, they usually apologize and say, "I'm so sorry," mm-hmm. and I understand. What's one thing that somebody did that you gave them a second chance, but it was extreme violation? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And if you don't That's know off the top question. of your head, we can always... We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. I've given second chances a lot. Yeah. Because I think people, you know, listen, people have make mistakes. The worst is when but, you give like them a second chance the and they still don't learn. <laughs> but, oh, no. Those, That's those when are just the, like... There's people that have character flaws and they just yeah. can't get, they just can't help themselves to, to, to hurt themselves. Some mm-hmm. people just don't learn. 
It's crazy. Like you tell them, it's like you tell them shit and they just don't fucking learn, you know? It's got to be tough too with like bottle service girls and whatnot and all guys like, you know, at the club and whatnot, just like getting a little bit sometimes a little edgy with, with the bottle service girls. So, so you, how many times you got a bottle service girl in the back fucking crying her eyes out saying this guy just did something to me and how do you handle that? It's definitely a part of the business and you have to show them that you care more about them than the customer, than the guest, right? So you have to, there's there's no tolerance for that in our places. We remove them no matter, no matter how much they're spending. It's bye-bye. And, I've, you know, I love when an entitled kid, some rich kid or someone like that treats my staff shitty. The worst. Then I go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. Like, that's my yeah. wheelhouse. You know who my dad is. I love an entitled kid. And that's the one-on-one where you go up to the table. Wow. Or yeah. they treat one of my team members like shit. I I, I thrive on that. That's mm-hmm. my – because, listen, I'm an animal, right? But no one else is going to be an animal. That's for sure. And no one's going to be entitled to my place and treat my team like shit. That's for sure. I, I, I fuck it. people up over that, and I, I but I enjoy it. it. Like I, I live for something like that. You got any big names? Eighty six from any of your clubs? Yeah, we've had a lot of big names. Eighty six, like permanently. Right? Have what? Like big names, like eighty six. Well, like they can't. Your come friend back. Steve's oh, friend is definitely. Your going. friend Steve's friend is definitely eighty six. Who's that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How is it? Like, he waited for Meek Mill in my parking lot at Komodo. Like, what are you doing, man? To cause havoc? No way. And he's still, still hanging with him. Yeah. That's not that's not good. Brad Your life too. is wow. Yo, he looked at me wow. crazy. I just want to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Brad wanted to sneak him in in his backpack. No, and... this is cab. He's cab. I mean, he could fit in your backpack. <laughs> Did you see the incident on camera? Yeah. What do you mean? It was the... the craziest thing ever. Were you there in person? No. 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 He was sitting there waiting. He was sitting in the car. He had a lookout inside the lobby. We all know who who that was. Murder Murph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I love he knows. Of course. We know everything. And uh, it was, you know, listen, I don't know if it was for hype or whatever, but those kind of situations could lead into something bigger that no one wants to deal with. Yeah. And we can't have that. We, people want to feel safe in our places. What would 6 9 have to do to, to get a table at Live? Is, it, just, is there any possibility? There's, there's not even the a time machine. You can't even go, there's a, I have a million dollars. Will you let me do it? We'll empty the club and have him by himself before. Fuck. Yeah. It's deep. It's just what's tough for him is there's not a lot of coming back from that, you know? How do you come back? You can't really, you know? So it is what it Fuck. is. Touchy subject with this group here. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I don't, you know, listen. I mean, yeah. I, you, oh, you're hanging out with him a lot, huh? No, I haven't been in Miami for a little bit, but when I'm around, I see him. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Okay. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's not yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, he's yeah nice I'm sure guy. he's a nice guy. Yeah, but I get it. It's more it's just business is business, right? I understand. I understand that perspective. And I understand for sure. that's his business too. His business is to create hype and buzz and right. create controversy to try to sell records and songs and everything. But I just can't be a part of that. Yeah, you I mean, a tennis player, by the way. I don't know, maybe whatever. Prince. Yeah, I saw a video. Actually. I love the I love the so, shirt. So I'm the creative director and partner in Prince. But besides wow. that, I picked They're up kind of tennis. Like, They're kind of dead, though, right? Yeah. So I picked it up a year, a little bit over a year ago, and I become obsessed. And now Prince is doing Warren Lotus. We're doing a Happy Dad collab. We're doing tons of great things. Um, happy Dad Prince. Oh yeah, wow, that's what? happening. So you're saying you're you're bringing back Prince? I'm happy to bring back, and I'm bringing back tennis. Well, I call it tennis because I don't do overhead serving. Hey, it's I one you said that earlier. Yeah, it's like, one, the- it's one, it's one fed ball, one rally ball over. Then we're live. It's way more dynamic than regular tennis. Well, you don't want to sit there and wait for the overhead and serve. You, you just suck me. at returning serves, or it, no? It, yeah. Just first of all, I, you I just get this to lose weight. Like, I just don't know how to do the overhead serve. Yeah, I was like, I've never heard of tennis. Did you make that up? You're like, no, tennis. Tennis is it's it's. There's a lot of chatter about it becoming an Olympic sport in 24. Oh, shit. And everybody wants to, nobody wants to sit there and wait for the overhand serve. They want to play tennis. What the fuck is tennis? Yeah, Sorry. exactly. Can you describe it a little more? So yes. it's tennis with no serving. It's, it's tennis under- with no serving. It's a fed ball, one mm. rally ball over, and then you're live. 
seems it's more dynamic. It's very dynamic. Yeah, it seems like kind of an amateur sport, though. You know, the good it's guys play the fucking no, no, I, I play, you, Is that a challenge? Are you challenging him? I'm not challenging. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it just seems like a le- less athletic thing than actual. No, no it's way more athletic because you're running running around ten times more. All right. Because remember, the their overhand own. serve, you're stopping, you're overhand serving, you're stopping, you're you're walking the other side, overhand. This is like boom, boom, boom. Let's go. You're cutting out the real athletic ability, though. That's I don't know thing. if that's true. I, I, Are you uh, saying because people spend a lot of time like trying to kill their serves? Yeah, they and sit like, there and like it's like fault one. It's like yeah. we get it. You know? And when you uh, throw like, a fucking, fucking 101 yeah, mile power play. banger, we yeah. just want to hit, way. man. I just want to hit. It's the Terradome. I play in a place called the Terradome. Mm-hmm. That's what I call my court. You have your own. Who court. do you play tennis with? I mean, you know, I play with the top 10. I mean, I play with the top 10 players in the world. The guy, Daniil, just wins the U.S. Open. On Sunday, Tuesday, he's hitting me. I'm in Miami. Can we play? You play with him? Yeah, of course. Does he kind of like, play play like, like, he doesn't fucking try with you? I don't know if that's true. He tries. Are you mean you could not score a point against the fucking best guy uh, in the fucking world? I could. World I could. I could. Really? Could, yeah. You yeah. have that kind of game. So every it's dog gets point. lucky, like, right? Like, could you take a hole off of PGA? I though? mean, dude, time out. You play fucking Serena Williams in a fucking game, and you're not getting one fucking point. There's no fucking chance. Well, you chance. think you could take one hole off to Shambo or some you, shit? You don't think yeah, you could drop shot Serena one time and get a point or well, something? Well, I'm just not a good tennis player, so I'll let you go what on. What sport do you play? I could play golf really well. I'm a very good basketball player, but I was always very small, so I really couldn't really play basketball. Would you play tetherball? Or Foursquare? You keep naming these fucking things that I've never <laughs> fucking heard of. Would you play Foursquare? I don't know what kind of weird... Or Hacky Sack? I feel like you're a big no, Hacky Sack guy. I've never done you Hacky Sack. You were a Hacky Sack guy I didn't fit in with a Hacky sure. Sack crowd. I didn't fit in. Little yo-yo action? I didn't fit in. Did you do the yo-yo? No, I couldn't do that either. I was basketball, golf. I'm very good at golf. Kickball? How about kickball? Kickball, Bob I was good. Bob, Bob's a good golfer. I'm a very good golfer. Okay. I how'd, do you, how'd you get into tennis? So during COVID, I was stuck in, in Turks and Caicos, Almanyara, and I started playing stuck tennis. There. Yeah, stuck there. Got trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got trapped in turf. And I started playing tennis. Okay. And once you do that topspin one time, it's completely addictive. Has it has it like helped you at all? Like in life, like yeah, I took off some weight, which was great. How and much? I've done great deals. Thirty five pounds, I think. Oh, how long? A little year and two months. Damn, that's amazing. But I think yeah, it's, I think it's shredded. important golf, yeah, just like it. golf. You could do great business deals on the court. That's what it is. And the the problem is you don't want to play with anybody else though, unless there's business going on. Because it's four hours of time though. That's the only problem with golf. You play 18. golf should be like they said, twelve holes. That's it. 12 no, months. I'm fine with 18. 18 is a long time. You're, You're playing with three people. Play 18, no, I mean, dude, it's four and a half hours of fuck fucking. The amount of times I played golf with this guy and he just leaves the course. Like he's like, yeah, I, I just walk off. Leave. I have never left once. That's fucking bullshit. I just, You've just, left multiple times. I've taken a couple holes off because I actually no, am trying to create leave. different things. You leave. Like bringing uh, the Nelk Boys with the UFC. You know what I mean? Okay, Bob. Motherfucker. Have you really just name dropped the UFC on us? You know, he did. Big, I love big, that. Big well, he holds out over big, a lot of people. Of this, he holds uh, out over a lot of people, you know? I don't want to call him a merger, but... Didn't you get some money for that? Jesus. For the UFC <laughs> thing? Let's just you say... Got payment not enough, some great Dana. merch. You got some great not merch. Not enough, Dana. So, losing the weight, has it helped you in other aspects of your life? Yeah, you know, I never thought I'd be a Calvin Klein model. I got to do a Calvin Klein ad and the cover of British GQ. I didn't think Yo, that would have ever happened. Wait, you used to be fat? Yeah. Wait, where is this? Someone show me. Someone pull this up. Pop it up. Pop it up on screen. Please, Let's pop it up. Our team is not capable of doing that that fast. Okay, okay, that's realize. okay. You gotta okay. ease them into it. We're like, yeah, pop that up. It's but like, guys, I'll give it to you guys. It's no way. It's all on the Instagram at Dave got Gabe on the computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gabe's like, do, do you do you use social really actively? Yeah, I do. I think it's a it's a great way to tell my stories and to show people what's going on in my places. Do you get hate? Do people come and say like, you know, let me in a fucking? Oh, club. look at that! Look at that! That's that's kind of good, right? Wow! Oh, that's wow. sick! Wow! Woo! Damn. King of Miami, man, Dave, looking good. Wait, I did party see this. Are you are you Beckham's married? Real quick, I am married. I have two you have daughters. The on speed four, two. 
You we, had them. We just had nine daughters. questions going on once. But you're married, two daughters. Married, two daughters, and the most amazing wife ever. And she's actually uh, probably half the reason for my, probably more of the reason my. How success. long have you been married yeah. for? Uh, five years. Five years prior to that. One, one wife? No, there was one before. Okay, cool. We don't talk good. about that, no, though. That's fine. I'm not bringing it. Listen, great, great person. Great I'm person. saying when you, were living the, <laughs> when you were living the single life, though, and you were fucking. It was very dark. It was very dark. Yeah, it was we got to get into dark. This. We don't need to get into that, but no? yes. How what do you mean? This Damn, is I want to get into this. <laughs> being single in David, Miami. David, tell us about Being single in Miami with weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Live. I mean, like weapons, right? Yeah. Can you give us but the guys at the end of the day, right, it's all, it's, <laughs> listen. We want to know. Man. Yeah. Fuck. We want to hear I mean, about We don't this. need to revisit those days, but. We have an editing team. No, but I think it's cool. Something I wonder, too, is like, how big has it been? Yeah, when you get married, like, is it just change shit? Like. Yeah, it changes a lot. Changes a lot. But listen, your perspective changes, too, when you had two daughters. Yeah. But That's interesting. Damn. We just transitioned. Just I want to hear the war stories, like... man. I want to hear the war stories. <laughs> Fuck. No, I was just saying, like, here's the deal. Like, being a fucking hotshot, the king of fucking Miami on the come up, you had to get some pussy when you were single. That's why I was yeah. asking bro, Dave. you said he's got two daughters. No, I know. Oh, time out, time shit, out, time out. No disrespect. I'm talking the past. He's I'm got talking- a wife. In the past, I might have dabbled. dabbled I know, but who bit. did you dabble with? Anybody good? This I mean, a little, wow. Now we're, now we're naming names. This is why. This, this is, is why, the full said podcast. You think his wife wants to hear this? Is this how it started? I'm gone. This is, is this why, why Bob set? can't keep What's a girl for more than two weeks. All right, I'm sorry. Do you kiss and tell every time? Because I still want to kiss and tell, right? I'll like make love to my wife and I can't wait to tell my assistant I killed it. No, I know. I don't mean to push you to come to the spot. I was just hoping that you could name drop maybe somebody like crazy back in the day that you got on your list. That's it. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's happening. Yeah, let's keep it going. Let's move on. Who All else? Right. Who else are you like cool with? Like, who's like, who's like one rapper you're like cool with? Like, really close with? Like, are you cool with like Lil Wayne? He lives here. Like, he does live here, but uh, I'm more cool with his manager Mac Mac Main. Uh, and Wayne's been listen. Wayne changed my whole business. So when we started the Sunday party, it was doing okay, and then Wayne started coming and performing every Sunday for free. We come and just perform every Sunday. What year How was did that? This? How did that happen? This? It happened like two years after we opened Live when we started the Sunday party. He just started coming every Sunday and started performing. I think mostly because and of when his relationship. Was, like, what time? Yeah, what year? Wow. It's so like, like Lil Wayne's like. Yeah, because like, we need to know what time. It has to be Lil like, Wayne. It has to be like 2010, 2011. Like Lollipop? So, so he then puts in a song Live on Sunday, Diamonds on Monday. And that changed the whole makeup of Live on Sunday, guys. Really? Yeah, because we, it was called Imagine well, Sundays. Bro, right away we changed shit, it. Of course. Right away we changed it to thing. Live on Sunday, the name of the party. He goes to jail for a year or two or whatever it is, comes out and starts performing again like crazy. And at this point, every rapper uses Live on Sunday as that platform to drop their new single, their new album, their new everything. And it's been this, even when we do pop-ups outside of Miami, we do it as a Live on Sunday pop-up. It changed everything for us. Is, are there any other big moments like that in your career that were like? Yeah, I mean, all the championship parties, obviously. The Dallas Mavericks brought the trophy to live when they won, which in any other town would be a bad thing. But Miami, we're not the biggest sports town in the world, so it was okay. But then the next year, the Heat won. They brought the trophy. The next two years, the Heat win, and they bring the trophy to to live and story. And it was are, amazing. Are you involved in any sports teams? No, I would love to be involved. With, well, there's a there's pickleball team I'd love to get involved with, but no. No, is Miami right now is popping, right? Everybody came here. 
It's, Everybody left L.A. Everybody's it, in Miami. You know, Miami for a few yeah, years has yeah. been an amazing lifestyle. L.A., by the but way, a, fucking sucks. L.A.'s just... Yeah. L.A. is falling completely Well, kind of like when he lived in Boca, he lives in Orange terrible. County, so it's not like you could tell tell me if L.A. is really... I, I live in, in L.A. Boca. I live in fucking... Bradley, I live in L.A. I live in Boca. I live in Boca and tell me Miami's great. L.A. fucking sucks. Boca, I like Boca. Yeah, L.A. duh. I live in L.A. Yeah, L.A. is just... And I don't think they're coming back. I really don't think they're coming back. I think it's dead. I think so many people left. I think it's just fucking... So people said that about New York, and then new people came to New York, and New York's back is is on fire again. Just I like, mean, are people putting bombs in their sneakers still? Is that still happening? No, no that, that was once. Saying. That was, was uh, Richard. Re- uh, who was that? It was Re- Richard Reed or something. That guy. Like we we never did that, and then we never stopped doing it, and we never stopped doing exactly. it. That bomb never went off. People will put bombs in their sneakers now. I mean, to me, it's crazy. That was the guy. That was Reed or whatever. Richard Reed or whatever his name. Was. I don't know who the, his fuck the fuck fact is. that you know his name. You're like a Cliff Clavin fun fact I'm guy. Weird was I weird with like I get lost in these YouTube rabbit hole. I watch weird ass shit for like hours and hours, like alligators. Eating things for like five hours straight. Oh, and like where they sneak in the water and the zebra oh, comes the by and they jump. I, I love those videos. There's nothing better to just sit there and watch like that. Like alligator versus leopard and shit. Yeah. Oh. But that's why they took the shoes off. Now, the guy tried to detonate the bomb and never was successful, but it was like all smoke. So that one guy caused us all the hassle. He actually, yeah, he, he tried and then they were like, oh. So what's the next thing I wonder is the question? This Did is you, why the guy wears slides all the time because you're not putting a bomb in a slide. Yeah. Solid. I'm saying that. But a backpack, there was a lot of backpack bombers. Backpacks yeah. are. You, you know what the worst thing things. is when you go into that machine, you know, go through TSA and you put your hands up like this, Ugh. and then all of a sudden, boom, there's a red thing on your dick. Right. Every single time I go through the TSA, and every they have single to turn their hand backwards. Like this, they go, oh, I'm yeah. just going to turn my hand backwards. And, I'm like, if you're going to touch it, why yeah. can't you just go full hand? Yeah, why do you like, have to just, go back yeah, hand? The like, back hand's more sensitive Yeah, to they me. do this. Yeah, also I just like, had just today. I had a big like red that, fucking you know? square on my dick, and I go, "Can I go back in this fucking thing?" And he's like, "Nope." No. I'm I mean, like, this. why not? Why can't I just step back in the fucking machine? And, Every what, and time. what's the tissue? What's the like the, the swab they put on you, and then they the, put that, in the machine? What goes on in that machine? It's like if it's a bomb or not. They're checking if you have oh, like if bomb you have a bomb, dust, gunpowder material. That's gotcha, gotcha. Every single time I go to the TSA, I have the thing, and they have to pat me down. Not not one time have I. But not it's always on my dick. But it's always it's always the back of the hand. Once you want to see that, Gabe. It's kind of like getting a handy chicken style no eye contact. You've never hit on Bob before. Gabe stuffs things on there on purpose. No, I think he was talking he about me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened with you? No, he was just talking about wanting to be there when the TSA guy pats down. Sometimes you get car. worried, though, when, like, you know, when they're just, like, panicking TSA and they're just like, fuck it, go, go, and you have to just walk through the metal detector. No, that's never happened to me. It's always. I don't know. Sometimes it happens where they just, like, I don't know feed what you're you talking through. About. That's a crazy they're story. Trying to get, they get, get you, like, through. Out of the way, just, like, know? go through. They're like, yo, you're a little, like, on edge. Can you just hurry up? Yeah, probably. But with what? your new UFC deal, you're going flying private anyway. There is no anyway. UFC deal, David. I mean, it's crazy. There is no fucking UFC yeah. deal. You got the UFC jet. Have you ever been to a fight? I've never been to a UFC fight. I've been to boxing. you got to come. Dave, I'd say a UFC fight is probably the best sporting experience that I've ever had in my life. It's crazy Agreed? how you're paid yeah. to say if that. You, if you're allowed to stay, you don't <laughs> get kicked out. Trust me, I don't want to say it. No, but it's the best experience Bob ever. Bob gets kicked out of a lot of UFC fights. So. Yeah. I don't never get kicked out of a fucking UFC fight, Kyle. I had one time where I brought a guest who was loud and obnoxious. You're the reason I didn't, get into, I didn't get into a UFC fight. No, that was Aaron. You. That was Aaron. you. Not me at all. I'm not getting totally into this His Grubbins assistant podcast. got me in. Anyways, would you ever open business, do business like this you're doing out here in L.A.? Even so, in a small way. So from what I've heard from my friends, L.A. is very challenging to make money and, and you get held up by your team and they, they in the middle of the night, they'll be like, if you don't pay us two more dollars an hour, we're walking out. Um, so you guys have LA. really strict firing laws out there. You can't just fire people. Where's that? Right. In, in LA, in California. LA fucking sucks. It, I'm sorry. Fuck, man. I need to move my gym. California's just good for the weather. That's about it. Right? No, it's yeah. not, though. It's, it's not, not good, good for anything too. I don't like the, I, I like four seasons. 
You do like four seasons. Four so Miami's season not for you because we're one season. Yeah, no, Miami's not for me either. And Miami's too fast and flashy, you, got, you know. Yeah, flashy. But, you know, it's crazy. When it hits 70 degrees during winter, the girls put the boots on all the way up to the top. Know, it's like yeah, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. People wear winter jackets. It's crazy. They go nuts. Like, they think they're an Aspen. There's nothing better than waiting so for that, like, nor'easter. 74 degrees. That's yeah. it. Strap up. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking. How has uh, Happy Dabby been doing in the spots? So, guys, you know, when we did have, we launched Happy Dabby in our places. Uh, we put in a, a, even Poppy Steak. And Poppy calls me, goes, you know what's so crazy, David? We have people coming to Poppy Steak just to get the Happy Dad. And I think this is when it first came out, too. They were selling on the second tier market. Like, Happy Dad was, like, had its own, like, like app. Just people, like, trying to resell trying to it. Trying to find it, yeah. It was, like, on, on StockX. That's kind of crazy for a seltzer, no? That's pretty good. Crazy. It's pretty good. That's What's fucking amazing. Bob's That's impressive as fuck, dude. <laughs> Bob. That's amazing. Are you a teacher, by the way? Do you I teach am. Class? I'm a professor. Are you trying to end the Happy Dad shit real quick? Or real what? quick. Anyways, Happy Dad is actually so one of my I favorite. So I teach a class called favorite. the David Happy Dad is real quick one of my favorite drinks ever, and I can't lie. I can't lie. That I really so can't. Lie. It is one of my favorite drinks. I actually like so low key like really fucking love this shit. It's I just the best like to talk. I like talk shit to you. So this guy. <laughs> During the Happy Dad stages would bring us samples of different tastes for us to taste. Mm-hmm. There was the pineapple. There was like a smoked salmon. There was weird flavors, too, you were, you were trying. And then we were just like, this is going to be a hit. What was we the knew weirdest, it was going to be What was the weirdest flavor? What was the weirdest I don't remember. flavor? remember. When was that? When you were first like starting to go to Milwaukee and you were coming back with different flavor samples to, to talk about. I mean, I think the, the, the flavor profile is great. I think we do need to add a couple. We got some new flavors coming. What are some of the new flavors? We got here like a, first. We got like a peach tea that we tried, which is fire. I do you think. have a grape or a... tangerine? tangerine. We, tr- we tried like ten different flavors. Like we have so many, but we're just trying to choose which ones we want to use next. Lemonade, Dave. I'm so uh, sorry fire. that we rudely all, like, interrupted your good. teaching sessions with uh, Happy Dad promos. But okay. uh, if you want to transition, I'm back sure you to... guys will come and teach a class. With me. Speaking of which, this Tuesday, <laughs> this Tuesday, I go to Cornell. Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm speaking at Ivy League school. They're having somebody like me come and speak at an Ivy League school. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Do you get nervous? Nervous. Uh, you know, once in a while, you get a little nervous. Nah. What's no? the topic? Just like overall business? Yeah, entrepreneurship. How do you how do you do it? Do you rehearse in the mirror? I don't rehearse. No, you just walk in? I've done it so many times now, man. I teach a class called the David Grumman Experience at FIU Hospitality, and it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. It's one thing when you go and speak for an hour or whatever, but when you teach a class on what's so easy for you to do every day, it kind of changes you. Like, to break it down, it's tough. Jira, so you, yeah, go ahead, sorry. You teach, like, full-time at a college right now? So I do, school? like, I do seven classes, three hours a class. It's a three-credit course. Wow, that's cool. And I surprise them every week with somebody crazy. Remember we got thrown out of the Four Seasons? Yeah. Me and Kyle had, uh, yeah, we all went to the Four Seasons and all these fucking fans came in and like went crazy for them. And they were supposed to have our rooms ready and they weren't ready. And these kids were like jumping through the windows to get to these guys. They wouldn't put these guys in the fucking room. Ended up, long story short, they kicked us out. We couldn't stay there anymore. And actually, you know what? I still Are you banned from the Four Seasons? I'm banned from the Four Seasons. A a Canadian hotel company? No. I am. It's Canadian? Of course. Yeah. No, I'm not banned. I'm on the list. You might I be. tried to go to the fucking Four Seasons in Boston. I was on like the fucking hit yeah, list. Because you I, gave them an earful. I of course I got my boys back. <laughs> Fuck that. They, Wait, they, they was you're not actually right. banned from the Four they Seasons. They didn't run a Gr- Grutman Enterprise. That's what it was. Bob trashed him on run... social media, and he's like, "Everyone no, I... go leave a bad review." And then ten yeah, minutes bro. later, he's talking to his lawyer. He's like, "Yo, did I fuck up? I like, <laughs> like they gonna sue me and yeah. shit." How'd you do that? <laughs> because fuck the Four Seasons. Brad. Oh man! Wow. 
Wow. It, only in, only the good time. You only, only stay at the good time the hotel. Four seasons in Boston that night. One night they were off their game. So the and good they, time too. That's it's with my hotel, Pharrell, yeah, right? Yeah. How did how does like that like a partnership like that work? So in I was in California and they said Pharrell want you know he's a he used to live in Miami he's moving back to Miami he wants to get into hospitality I said let's do this restaurant Swan together first but I have a hotel that I'm working on I think it'd be great to have you part of it and he's an amazing partner it's fucking Pharrell Williams I mean come on but is he's it, is, everything music fashion is it creative like, is it like what what sort of deals do you make is it like a is he a majority is he like how does that work no, we're is he partners investing? we're we're both we're partners okay that's dope. Can we talk about the Live Nation shit or not? Sure, of course. I sold 51% of my company to Live Nation, the best partners ever. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of people sell a piece of their company like, I Isn't fucking hate my partners. Wait. So Dave sold, yeah. He you sold, sold 51% of the, the whole group? The whole group. And it's is it because it's such a good strategic partner mainly? That, uh, I don't know if you guys have met Michael Rapino, the CEO of Live Nation. He's probably one of the best guys, CEOs I've ever met before in my life. And Live Nation is I the number Drake one entertainment business. Yeah, Drake dropped that's right. song, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, he, him, you know. That's how we know him. Drake dropped him. Yeah, that's how we know Straight up. I mean, Drake, you know? Yeah, so, so, listen, uh, you know, I, again, so many people sell and they hate their partners. I have the greatest partners in the world. So, uh, how does that work when, they, when they come in? Like, are they just buying it for like profit? Or are they like actively helping you run the business? Like, how much? So, yeah, they, 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 they kind of push over? you to be the entrepreneur that you want to be. Um, they, they're like, listen, anything you want to do, let's do. And I'm assuming they have connections with all the artists that maybe if you don't know, they could probably get them, right? They do, but we really haven't kind of used that card so much. I think it's more of like now they have a place for hospitality for their people as well. And we're pretty entrenched in the Miami market. It's great to have a Live Nation flag. Like for their us. company people or for just people that are involved with their business? I think all the way around. I think yeah. it's the number one entertainment company in the world. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. You sold Fuck. 51%. Is the amount like public? What does or that not? mean? How much money is that? It was, it was a little bit of money. What? How much? Damn! Wait, can I'm, you tell I'm hoping, us? I'm hoping. What the fuck? Come I'm on. hoping. Can you tell public? us off camera? I think it was like fifty-five. It was something like it was something big. Whatever. Fifty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, 50, yeah, fifty-five. Nice. 000. Fifty-five. Nice. Fifty-five hundred. Anyway, anyway nice. guys, I'm hoping that later on that the other portion will be worth ten times more than the first part, right? And they'll help me get there. What will make LA hot again? Listen, LA's LA. It's it's gonna come back. See, I don't I don't see it. I think this is I I I'm sorry. I fucking I don't see it. What you think is hot, what somebody else, the next generation might think is hot, are two different things too, right? Yeah, what are you looking for in L.A.? It's because you're not pulling when you go there? Well, <laughs> like a different, just, you know, a different summer or something? You post DMs, you're like, I'm in L.A., and you're looking through the DMs, you're like, ah. Oh. It's 99% dudes. You put out the bat signal and no one responds? All the time. No, my shit is crazy. Brother, I tell you, I go so hard to try and throw that bat signal. I have a very good trick. Did I already explain it on here? Yeah, tell us the trick. No, so my, tell him the trick. Yeah. The trick is this, Dave. You should try this out at like Komodo or some shit. <laughs> it's not going to work. Listen, well, it's such a big restaurant. Dave, so basically, so much... here's the deal. This is I take out hilarious. my phone, okay? Right. And say I'm sitting there. And there's two beautiful girls sitting right there. I'll be like, I'm at fucking Komodo, right? And I'll pan my f phone around like this, and I'll catch them on the camera. I'll just catch their faces, and I'll put the story on. I'll be like, here I am at Komodo, like whatever, blah, blah. And I'll wait, and I'll put it up to the world. Five minutes goes by. Their phones are going fucking off the hook, saying really? you're sitting next to fucking Zippy Magoo. Wow! So he doesn't whatever. tag them. So I don't. I don't like have to that. approach them. I don't mean them. I don't tag them, but their faces get caught, and then all these fucking weird dudes are just banging her out and just being like, "You're sitting next to Bob." See, I have guys that 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 work with me, and they'll take a picture so with the girl. Funny. You know awesome. this trick, right? They take a picture with the girl. Yeah. Oh, let me put you on my IG story, so they have their Instagram. 
yeah. then they start with the DMs right away yeah. with them. Oh, that's a classic. See, that's simple. Yeah, that's but classic. But this guy took it to a new level. Well, I had to. There was nobody coming. There was nobody coming at me. Yeah, I mean, like, I like honestly, I've literally that's put out the most obvious bad It is. It's actually like, impressive. Brad's about so to you'll focus yeah, in yeah. on those Yo. girls. You'll focus what? in on them and put them in the story. I mean, it is literally just all fucking dudes. I love that. It's what it is. It's kind of clever, actually. It's genius. I'm going to try that. It is genius. Genius, brother. I, know. I haven't tried it yet, but I know. I maybe tonight. <laughs> That's why you'll just see me in a restaurant all the time, just fucking panning around, just trying to catch people's fucking faces. Sounds like a zapped idea. What's the hottest restaurant you think right now? I know you said Komodo's always your favorite. Poppy but... Steak is, uh, it's so on fire, Poppy Steak. Really? I mean, he's on fire. He's doing a beef case where we bring this beef case out, this briefcase holding a steak, and we brand at the table. It's $1,000 a steak. And we're selling 20, 30 of those a night. So you have the, you have the best Holy chef in the world, shit. right? I don't. I think we have great chefs. Do we have famous it's a little, celebrity little slap chefs? In the face of the chefs right there, but do you have the, you have but you have the top chefs we, out there in our in the world? We have some of the best chefs, I think. Yeah. What are like the big chefs making at your restaurant? You want to go over payroll, pay rate? Yeah. No. I mean, come on. I just want to know. I don't know. I've asked curious questions. Yeah. Fucking How do you hire a great chef. chef? A great chef can make anywhere from ninety to two hundred thousand dollars a year, man. Nice. Yeah. Okay. How do you like go about hiring chefs? So we do tastings, and I've also learned this that I don't need to. I don't want to do food tastings anymore. I, to get like a dish on the menu, we have to go through a thousand shitty dishes to taste before we pick out that one. That's dish. a lot of calories. It's a lot, man. What's a like lot. a chef's responsibility? Like, do they design the whole menu? So yeah, they they come up with the menu. I've seen Ratatouille. Pixar movie, sorry, go ahead. Nah, I actually have. But you also have to, you have to, you have to inspire your team too, right? Because these guys are on the line behind a fucking hot grill. You're fucking Zapatouille. Yeah. Zapatouille, sorry, David. No, it's okay. Zapatouille's great. Continue on, continue on. All um, right, what's the next question? Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to read one. Yeah, sure. Uh, David, Ooh. the cannabis business in Florida. Right. Are Will you, you get into it when it's legal? So. I get a lot of calls for the cannabis business. The problem is I don't really smoke pot. That's not kind of my thing, right? Uh, I don't like that that feeling. I do love CBD. I do love all that stuff. Uh, I think Miami is going to be, listen, it's it's acceptable everywhere else in the world. We're legal here, but they haven't really activated it for some reason. Yeah, you're going to light up a joint no, I didn't right want here? to do that. I didn't know. Like, normally, it's, I would never light up a joint in your restaurant, David. I'm just saying I had a joint. <laughs> I mean, I if you have a pen, like, I no. think a pen's okay. No, no, but... no, no, no. I would never do that. I would never disrespect you like that, ever. Um, Matter of fact, John's shaking his head at me right now. Oh, look who it is. Oh, Salami. Salim. What's up, man? Salim didn't want to be on the podcast. Why? He said. I don't know. Is he nervous around me? I think so. He might be. Good. You know how many dinners I've had with this guy he hasn't said two words the whole time? It's so crazy. Salim? Yeah. Not oh one word. God. Are you a gambler at all? No. I'm not. Damn. I would hate so, to lose money and feel like I worked so hard for that money. So you have, like you said, like 29 new things open? 28 openings in the next two years. What What are, like, they are like hotels, restaurants, just Everything. Assortment? No big nightclubs, though, on that list. Still all in this area? Anything in Vegas? Oh, yeah, there is a big nightclub. Oh, yeah, Liv's going to be opening in at the Fountain Blue in Las Vegas. Wow, when's and that go down? Club, two years. Oh, shit. That's going to be huge. It's going to be big. What is it for you? Is it, the, is it the money that drives you? No, no, I don't even care about the money. I just love blowing people the fuck away. I love when people walk in my place and they go, this is like the Catalina wine mixer. So it's the game. It's the game. Money's always a, a, is a derivative I of doing what you love, right? I never go into something, oh, I'm going to make this much money, da, da, da. I always think of what's the best way. And I don't push one place over the other place because I make more money in one restaurant than the other restaurant or nightclub. I, I have a question. When you when you needed money, though, was it somewhat part of the thing? So like, how did you? Needing money is part of it, but I don't do things 
for the money. I do things for the for the passion and 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 trying to blow people away. You know, once it's kind of like ADD. Once you've done it, you want to top it right away. And how do you top it? Top it. Top it. There's a lot of people that'll do it, and just that's enough for them. It's not enough for me. I want to go higher and higher and higher. Yeah. So if we go to your club tonight, I'm gonna shorts f- is not an option. Shorts is not an option. You can't wear sweats. Can't wear shoes. No backpack, as we know. All right. No backpack. Backpacks. No backpack and no string bikini uh, tank top. Can we get into one of your clubs Damn. tonight? Maybe bypass a line since we did this today? I mean, th- these guys have it wired in now. They know they, trust me, I know they do. I'm worried about myself. I mean, just do the Instagram and do it oh, to the front right. of the line and have the doorman hit you right away. Okay. All right. I'm all in. Yeah, you got to do the play. Should we fire it up tonight or what? I uh, can't, but I will. Why? What do you have to do? I'm just tired. I just, I just landed an hour ago. I'm so what does that mean? I'm in then. Fuck it. You can't drink a happy dad and come <laughs> out? I, I'm in. Fuck it. I'm in. You know, the twist my arm twice. You know? Which Grutman property are we going tonight is the question. So I like to hop around. We could do a little story, a little live, a little Komodo, maybe have a bite of poppy steak. Of course, come to Winkers, whatever. Should what definitely go today, to poppy steak. Today's tonight. Friday, yeah, I though. Been you guys yet. down? I haven't been there yet. You, you haven't been to dinner? poppy steak? No, I haven't been there. I'm so down. Poppy steak's fire. Is it all? Well, is I haven't it, spent a ton of time And they serve happy in dads in the, like, they get the a chilled Pilsner, glass yeah. and oh, they pour the happy nice. dad in the chilled glass. It's nice. It's nice. I just Every time I'm here, I go to Komodo. And I assume this is all comped, right? Poppy steak's 93 seats. You guys got to pay. What? You're going to fucking ruin my relationship with Grubman. Yo, like, I'm, I'm a, my own entity. I'll right? send you a dessert. I'll send you a dessert. Right. I figured I would have said that or some shit. Enough. I don't know. You would say that. All right. All right I think this is great, right? Yeah. Dave, I, I appreciate it. My you're the man. Dave, you're Thank savage. You so much. King of Miami. So much.